Hi, this is John from the Red Dice Diaries, and in this episode, I'm going to talk about my experiences playing in Cody Mazza's Delving Deeper Barrow Maze game. Now, at the weekend just gone, I was lucky enough to play in a game of Delving Deeper, which is an OSR retro clone by Cameron De Beers and Simon J. Bull. And the idea of Delving Deeper is it's supposed to model the the sort of original, like, older, original versions of D&D. It comes in three handy little booklets. There's Volume 1, The Adventurer's Handbook, Volume 2, The Referee's Guide, and Volume 3, The Monster and Treasure Reference. And I printed myself out copies of these once I knew I was going to be playing in it. I've got to be honest, I'd not really heard of this before, um, but having finally got my thumb out of my arse and uh, started like keeping up with all the Discord stuff on Audio Dungeon, uh, I saw that Cody's uh, Baramay's Game Heart was putting out a call for players, and decided to jump into that and I like to try and like know at least a little bit about the rules for any game I'm going to play just so that I don't have to slow down the game or whatever and the GM can just get on with like doing their thing so I printed myself out a copy of these three little books like I say it's available pay what you want on drive through RPG so you can get that for free if you want but obviously if you enjoy the game as I've done I'd always recommend you throw a few shackles in the direction of the author and it's a fairly simple rule system you know there's nothing unexpected here if you've played DD before it's got the standard six stats it's only got three core classes the fighter the magic user and the cleric which are as you would expect if you play if you played ODD before you know clerics don't get any spells until second level the mages are fragile as shit but they get some interesting spells the fighters start off with maybe like the ability to use more armor and better saves and stuff like that. Every character has like a bare handful of hit points in the system. So at low level, even like a single like arrow shot or blow from a weapon can take you out. Especially in this system where pretty much every weapon does between 1 and 6 hit points worth of damage. So... Pretty much everything in terms of damage is rolled on a D6. Your, your attack rolls are rolled on your standard D20. It uses Thaco, so lower armor class is better. But there's if you, if you can't wrap your head around the fairly simple maths of that, don't worry about it. There is a handy table in the book that you can just look at, which is smack bang in the center of the book handily if you print it out so it's easy to find called the player's attack matrix and all you've got to do is look up your class go down to the level roll your dice go across to whatever roll you've got and look up what armor class you've hit if it's equal to or greater than the armor class of the monster you're fighting pucker you have hit it roll your damage lovely jubbly now i'm a big fan of simple rules so i was really interested to get into this once i printed it out and i had a great time in cody's game we were basically going to stick it to a group of npc ne'er-do-wells known as the bog town bastards these are a sort of 
NPC group of antagonists that had bedeviled several of the other groups in the the game and who had dared to claim the Barrow Maze as their own. So for my first expedition as my character, Nesek Heavy Hand, a dwarven fighter with a crossbow, because my strength stats weren't all that impressive, I'll be perfectly honest with you. But uh, my first expedition going out, instead of going to the Barrow Maze, we actually ended up going to one of these other barrows, which was being used as a, a sort of headquarters by the Bogtown Bastards. Now bear in mind there was like, eight of us playing in this game to make up the core party and about five or six of the other people had got more experienced characters had like two three hirelings that they'd hired on so there must have been easy like between 12 and 15 actual like characters slash people on our side as we stormed in we we did a bit of a mooching around in one of the, the sort of civilized settlements version of buying equipment all that sort of shiz you normally do before you go out on an adventure. We, we ran into a bit of trouble in one of the seedier inns called the, the Black Dragon Inn, where we got into a bit of a scuffle with somebody. We then encountered a number of the, the Bogtown Bastards themselves. I think I took out the first one in like the first roll of the game. I may be wrong, but since we were, we'd gone into the civilised town, we had to take all of our weapons off and stuff like that. So when we were in the pub, and like I say, it's fairly run down and shitty. When a bit of trouble started, my character like looked around, picked up a handy bit of wood in case things got a bit tasty. A bit of a scuffle occurred, and they decided to flee and were running off. So I said, all right, well, I'll throw the uh, the bit of wood at the, the legs of one of them, see if we can knock him down. Then we can catch up with him, because obviously I'm a dwarf. I ain't that fast at running, especially not with scale mail armor on. But if he's on the floor, it'll hopefully give me time to catch up with him. Then we can see what's what. Threw the stick at him. Got like a ridiculously good roll on the attack. Roll for my damage. Boom. He falls over. Hits his head on a rock. Brown bread. That's him done with. And we, we ended up dealing with pretty much all of the others. Apart from one of them. Who are expert mage cast charm person on. Which seems to last virtually forever. Unless someone makes a saving throw in this version of the game. So what was just going to turn out into like a brute force strike on the attack of the Bogtown Bastards, eventually through various permutations and different amounts of planning, turned into us heading up at night to this barrow where they had a man on the door, using our charmed Bogtown Bastard to sort of say, oh, I, I was recruiting in the town, I've turned up, here's some new recruits. And obviously they saw this sort of like small like SWAT team of like heavily armoured people behind him, and thought, oh yeah, that sounds about right. We, we'd we'd also killed all of the rest of their sentries before we even walked up to the door, because the mage used like something, some wicked like fog cloud to like cover us all at night, and we just like took them out, rolled their bodies into bushes, went into the base all happy as Larry, pretending to be new recruits, so slowly like murdered our way through their base. Uh, we we got into we we've been sent out to sort of like try and keep the leader of them alive you know by a sort of like decree because um, one of the um, the more sort of civic minded players had suggested we get like a bit of a stamp of legitimacy rather than just, like murder hobo in our way through the base so that that was pretty cool uh, we got to a point where we encountered one of the majors who was like one of the big bosses and that unfortunately is when my modem chose to clap out and I, and I was probably out of action for about 10 minutes while I worked out that it was just a plug that had come loose basically so once that was sorted out and back on, they were basically retreating out of the 
the Bogtown Bastards hideout and we were gathering all the treasure on the way, picking up a couple of our companions who'd been slapped, made our way out. They'd already legged it. We couldn't catch up with them. So we decided to collapse the barrow that was their base as like a final sort of like finger, sticking a finger up to them. Luckily, when we'd gone in as a dwarf, I'd scoped out the stonework of several of the support pillows and uh, we were able to lash ropes around them, attach them to the horses. Thankfully, one of the other players had lent me enough money to buy a horse at the start because I was tapped out just buying basic equipment. Pulled the pillars down using the ropes and the horses, collapsed it, rode off into the sunset for some good old carousing back at the settlement. The carousing went well. I was I managed to pass my constitution save thanks to the, the dwarves getting saving throws at four time four levels higher than they would normally. It seems to be a special ability for them in this game. So the way Cody was running it is you make a poison save. If you succeed, you basically get one XP per gold you've spent carousing. If you fail, you roll on like a sort of random unfortunate incident table. You still get the XP unless the unfortunate incident says that you don't. But all manner of things can happen. Like we had, um, I think one of the players started off the game with mummy rot as a result of like catching a disease from carousing. And I've heard that one of the people who wasn't playing in our game, but it's sort of part of the revolving cast of player characters, has had his character transmuted into a goblin as a result of offending a witch or a wizard in this sort of carousal slash downtime period. So that was really cool. I had a great time with the game. There are a few cool things that and bits and pieces that I've picked up for my own games. One of the things I like particularly is when we were exploring the, the Bogtown Bastards uh, sort of hideout, is that rather than having us all split off and go in different directions, Cody had the map set up with dynamic lighting and all that sort of shiz on roll 20, but he just had a single counter or single token for the entire party. So we didn't have to worry so much about the tokens going off in all different directions, and it kept us all close together. And if one of us wanted to split off briefly, he'd just talk us through that, and then we'd rejoin the party and carry on, which I thought was a really cool idea. I may use that in future in my own games just to like keep things a bit tighter and sort of speed the game along a bit. But overall, like I say, really enjoyable game. I had great fun doing that. Hopefully I'll get into some of the other Barrow Maze sessions in the future. And I'm really enjoying delving deeper. As anyone who's listened to my podcast will know, I'm a big fan of the, the sort of simpler versions of the D&D rules. And this really appeals to me. I think it's excellent for a a drop-in slash open game like Cody's Barrow Maze sessions because it means everyone's familiar with at least a few of the D&D mechanics and it means you can jump straight in without any fuss or bother. So I think that's probably about it for this short episode of the podcast. If you've got any questions, queries or thoughts, you can email me at reddicediaries at gmail.com or you can get on the Anchor app and leave me a voicemail. I really do enjoy listening to those. So until I see you next time, take care, and whatever game you're playing, have fun and enjoy yourselves.